Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. The one and only shot with Thunder Willie Mac. This is Shreddy Break, aka Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hello and welcome to Broken But Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined in line by Francis Wright. How are you doing, Stephen Francis? I'm doing about as well as I could be, given the fact that we are under the control of the Illuminati. But thank you for asking. Thank you. Yeah, huge thanks for joining us this evening. So, um, how have you been surviving lockdown? So. I've been surviving lockdown, obviously, by focusing on my fight uh, against them. You know, you know who they are, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I've been focusing on my fight against that. Uh, you can see that on my Twitter page. I have been exposing the secrets of the Illuminati. And I'm sure we'll talk about their secrets a lot during this recording. You seem, uh, since, since last time we spoke, you seem a lot more chilled. So last time you were frantic, you were very angry. We basically shouted at me for 15 minutes. It was terrifying. So, so how, how, what's, the, what's been the change? Well, during my time in my former life as frantic, I was... Underneath uh, the guidance and the treatment of Professor Nicodemus. Professor Nicodemus gave me treatment that made me very irrational and very insane, which is why uh, I behaved the way I did on your podcast the last time that we spoke. Uh, I made the decision to stop taking that treatment, and I honestly feel regret by the way I acted. So now I need to dedicate my time to making up for that. And the way that I see fit is taking down ultimately what caused that, uh, you know, science caused the way I acted, um, yeah. behind that, the Illuminati caused the way I acted and professional wrestling caused the way I acted. So my goal now is to take down all of those, including professional wrestling. In fact, the majority of my focus is going towards taking down and eliminating professional wrestling. So one question before we get on to eliminating professional wrestling. Last time you were on with Volgar, has he managed to break the Professor Nicodemus spell also? Uh, unfortunately not. I am the only Professor Nicodemus experiment from the Proteus wheel, from my generation of Professor Nicodemus experiments to break away. Uh, so what is it about pro wrestling you want to eliminate? Well... During my time in my former life as Frantic, I was a barbarian that just wanted to beat people up and wanted to hurt people. Um, the goal of my treatment was to turn me into a dominant fighter, even if at the expense of others. And when you think about it, when you really, really look at things, that's what professional wrestling is. It's a bunch of barbarians that, you know, want to beat each other up and, oh, I'm going to take this steel chair and whack you over the head with it. It's that sort of thing. And so they can have honor and glory to win championships, even if at the expense, at the health of others. That's yep. disgusting. And I need to put a stop to that. So you're planning to put stops to professional wrestling by wrestling? Right. Because here's the thing. If you, if you take one of these degenerate scientist time machines 
back to 1647 when cavemen were still around and you try your hippie path. That, oh, let's all, let's all get around, you know, let's just, let, 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 let's just, you know, hold hands and sing Kumbaya. It's not going to work. They're going to scream at you and then they're going to hit you with bamboo. Okay. So professional wrestlers are like cavemen in that way. You can't reason with them. You can't try your peaceful approach. So I need to destroy professional wrestling from the inside. But it's different, you see, because when, when, when I throw a punch, it's my wrath of purification. When any professional wrestler, professional quote-unquote wrestler throws a punch, it's just them being a barbarian. So there's a huge difference. But yes, I do need to step into the ring to put a stop to this. So tell us a bit more about this purification and the ritual you go through. Uh, well, it depends. There are some people who are beyond saving uh, who just are going to be barbarians and going to, you know, really serve the Illuminati, you know, because let, let's let's address that now. So there's no confusion. Professional wrestling is a sub branch of the Illuminati. Were you aware of that, Chris? No, not until today. Oh, well, I, I, I've heard it from your, your lessons on Twitter. So. Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, at least you're listening. Um, but there are wrestlers who are just going to serve the Illuminati. And, you know, at that point, I just have to use physicality to take them out, take them out of the sport, quote unquote, that they love. Um, but there are some people who maybe are at the point where they can be saved. And there's actually a purification process that can be done. Um, it involves singing the purification song. The purification song lasts 15 to 20 seconds. And, mm -hmm. you know, at that point, they are cleansed of their wrongdoings. In fact, Chris, uh, it might be beneficial to your audience. Once again, it takes only 15 to 20 seconds. We can do the purification process and sing the purification song during this podcast, if that's something that you will allow. And you yes. should. Should we do it now? Yes. Uh, um, Absolutely. Willing. Okay, great. Yeah. So... What you're going to do, Chris, I can't see, of course, because this is audio only, but I'm going to trust that you're doing it. I'm going to trust that your audience is doing it. You're going to put the hand to the screen, right? I'm putting my hand to the screen, too, and I'm going to sing the purification song. Are you, is everybody ready? I'm, I'm touching my screen. Yeah. Great, great. Let's do it. <clears throat> oh! And there we go. You have been cleansed of all your wrongdoings. And in fact, Chris, uh, I think you can attest to this. You you probably feel much lighter. You feel I just uh, you know happier overall. You know. I I can attest. I do feel happier. It's... Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So, to, to, is the do you have like a like a short, medium, long goals to take? Down faster wrestling, you like start at a local level, then do the northeast, then whole of US, and then the world. Or, of course, yes. So uh, obviously, short-term goals would be to take down, you know, people who are at the level that I'm at right now. Uh, of course, I've got my eye on what my former partners in crime, let's just say, are doing. Uh, yes. You know, we're talking about big cows, we're talking about Bulgar, we're talking about Prof Professor Nicodemus. That's where my focus is now. Uh, I would say my long-term goals are to 
you know, continue climbing a ladder. And, you know, we're talking about the top wrestling Illuminati members, such as John Cena and Roman Reigns and things like that. And the ultimate long-term goal is to take down the secret uh, commander-in-chief behind all this wickedness in professional wrestling, Barack Obama. Wow. Yeah, I get. It. I bet you didn't know that either. But no, Barack Obama. You think? Oh, you know. Uh, you know, my presidency is done. I'm just going to sit at home and enjoy my life for the rest of my life. No, he's behind all this. He's well, pulling all the tricks. We have seen presidents like Bill Clinton and George Bush and Obama on WWE programming in the past, and Nick, um, and the current current presidents in their Hall of Fame. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he's behind all of it. So I've also heard the fireworks, the pyro in wrestling is something you have a problem with as well. Yes, absolutely. So you know about the chemtrails, right? You know, the government takes the airplane, flies chemicals into the air, and it poisons us all, right? Yes. So that's what's going on. When they launch fireworks at professional wrestling shows, and I want you to know, it doesn't matter if you're at a show where you don't see fireworks being launched or if you're watching on television, the chemicals are coming through your screen and they're always launching fireworks even if you don't see it. When they launch fireworks, the same chemicals that are in the chemtrails are in those fireworks. And what they do is they make everybody watching professional wrestling irrational and angry just like the wrestlers are. And they get addicted to professional wrestling. And if that's all they're seeing, you know, their thoughts are like, oh, you know, I'm going to go out and Batista bomb everybody on the sidewalk, you know? Because yeah. ever since the year 1708, all I've ever seen whenever I walk around, you know, whenever I go out into the world, is just people Batista bombing other people on the sidewalk. Don't you see the same? I can't say I see it in Britain very often. Well, I guess that just means you need to open up your eyes more. Because it's happening. It's happening everywhere. I do see you might have a point with the pyro, because since WWE have used less pyro, the Live attendances have plummeted and the ratings have plummeted. So maybe right. they haven't got their mind control chemicals from the pyro going into the fans anymore. Right, yeah, that's why you see more pyro starting last year. Um, that is absolutely why you're seeing that now, because they realized that their control was slipping, you know, especially with people like me, like superheroes like me revealing the truth. Their control was slipping, so they're doing whatever they can. But honestly... Pyro or no pyro, there's nothing that's going to stop me in my quest to save the world. And the place they use the most pyro is in Saudi Arabia, and that's probably how they're getting all that money. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're getting, what, like 50 million a show? What do you think they're spending that money on? The pyro. Yes, I see it. The more you know. I also hear you're not a fan of Home Alone. Right, yeah, so... You know how you see Home Alone being played? Uh, we're talking about the movie, of course. Uh, yes. The movie is played, you know, sometimes in like August or sometime in like May and things like that. You know, you think, oh, you know, just because it's a good movie, they're just playing it. No, that's not what's going on. See, if they play the movie, let's just say tomorrow on television. If they play the movie, then people are going to watch it. And they're going to say, oh, I'm so excited for Christmas. You know, I'm so excited for my favorite holiday to roll around. And what do they do? A few weeks later, you see Christmas decorations out in the grocery stores. And you're like, gee, I'm already in the mood for Christmas, so I'm going to buy these decorations. And that money doesn't go to the store you're buying it from. That money 
goes to the government they, that they can spend on the government spy drones that we are told are birds. We are told that they're animals flying around having a good time, but they're spy drones and they're watching us, right? Yes. I'm- they're spending it on all sorts of things, you know? The lizard people, just all yeah. sorts of things. Because after I watched your lesson on Home Alone, that afternoon, the greatest Christmas movie, Gremlins, was on TV. Right? That, see, there you go. 100%. That's why they play Christmas. That, what do you think Christmas in July is even all about? Why do you think that's even a thing? Make money. <laughs> yeah. There you go. You're really opening my eyes. I know, right? And, you know, at least you're sort of listening to what I'm saying. There are people who even doubt what I say, even though I supply proof, I supply evidence for it, you know? They act like I'm the crazy one. Let me ask you a question. Am I the crazy one? Tell me that right now. You seem a lot calmer than the last time I spoke to you. There you go. You hear that, everybody? Yeah, in in Lesson 9, you had an offer for possibly my, my listeners and to the world. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, I wear my mind control protection. Uh, you may know it as a tinfoil uh, tin hat, excuse me. And let's clarify right now, aluminum foil will not work. That The government makes you think that aluminum foil is going to work, but it won't. It needs to be tin. And that's why you don't see tin out in the grocery stores nowadays, because they're trying to keep us from protecting our minds. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I ha- happen to have an abundance of tin, and I'm willing to distribute tin to anybody who feels like they want mind control protection. Um, they have to go through the purification process. So every- everybody who's watching this already went through the purification process. You're eligible. The second thing that you need to give me is $1,000. And for that, you'll get 11 rolls of mind control protection. One rule for yourself and then 10 rules for your new position as my degeneracy cleansing assistant. What you'll do is give those 10 rules to 10 people you know who believe in my truths. And those people must be willing to distribute 10 rules to people they know and so on and so forth. And anybody who you know is my de- degeneracy cleansing assistant, some of the money that they earn from those 10 people, the $1,000 that they get – goes to them, some of it goes to me. And together, what we're all going to do is we're going to invest that money into taking down the Illuminati and make sure they do not win this battle. Does that all make sense? Does that all add up? Are you hoping that some of these people who give you the $1,000 are also wrestlers and join the cause to take down professional wrestling? I mean, maybe. You know, I personally don't have hope that that will happen. Um, But... Obviously, if there is some wrestler who's inspired by my message and says, hey, you know, I want to leave this life behind and I want to join you, you know, or even other Illuminati members. Um, oh, because we got to talk about Taylor Swift in a second. Uh, yes. Bring that up in a second. But yes, professional wrestlers. Absolutely. If they if they want to join my cause, they're more than welcome to. Is there a technique to creating a tinfoil detection hat? Uh. Yes, but let me ask you a question. Why are you asking me all these questions? You know, what's the technique for, uh, you know, making a tinfoil hat? Are you feeding this information somewhere? Well, if I'm going to give you $1,000, I'll need to be able to create the hat properly for it to work. I see. I see. see. Yeah, okay. So let's 
I'm wearing my mind control protection. So even if you're feeding this information somewhere, I'll be protected. So it's fine. Um, basically what you got to do, uh, you got, you have to take the tinfoil roll, you know, tear out a piece that's roughly, uh, your wingspan, right? Mm -hmm. That's the piece you need. You fold it in half, hamburger style, not hot dog style, right? Yeah. And then you wrap it around your head and you just sort of, you know, pat it down and crumple it down to where, you know, it, it stays on your head. Uh, and that's the basic technique of it. Cool. So you wanted me to ask you about Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. So uh, we're talking about uh, professional wrestlers who leave their life behind and join the cause. Taylor Swift actually reached out. And by the way, she's not the only one. She's probably the most famous one, uh, but she's not the only one. Uh, Taylor Swift actually reached out to me the other day and she's like, Francis Wright, you're the most amazing person who has ever lived. And I'm actually honestly head over heels in love with you. And I want to marry you. And yes, I was an Illuminati member, but I'm willing to leave that life behind for you, Francis Wright. Um, and, you know, I had to think about because like when you're an intelligent, handsome superhero like me, you get to be selective when it comes, you know, to women. You know what I'm saying? So I thought about it. Like, do I really want to do it? But uh, you know, I ultimately decided, yeah, you know, let's do it. So, uh, watch out, you know, the, the, the wedding between myself and Taylor Swift, it's coming soon. So everybody be on the lookout for that. I'm guessing you won't be selling the rights to magazines or you could, and that will fund your fight against the Illuminati, but then magazines will have it, your photo. Uh, yeah. I mean, once again, if I'm wearing my mind control protection, you know, I got my tinfoil hat. I got my tinfoil suit as well. Um, yeah. As long as I'm wearing that, no, no amount of information they get from any magazine will be able to hurt me. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll sell magazines and that money will, once again, but it won't go to anything, you know, it won't go into my pocket. It's going to go to funding the fight against the Illuminati and fight against professional wrestling. Have you had a, a match recently? I'm not, I'm not sure how, how the lockdowns is in your area. So, uh, so, 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 what, so what do you wear when you're wrestling? Do you have a tinfoil attire? I, I do have, uh, you know, it took me a while, unfortunately, because there's not a lot of um, makers of tinfoil clothing. But I was able to get tinfoil pants. Uh, as to prevent any sort of alien insertion, you know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, I, I wear tinfoil pants uh, if I were to be wrestling. Now, unfortunately, due to the pandemic here, uh, I haven't gotten a match yet. Uh, I was just about to the other day, but unfortunately, uh, the government turned on the bad weather switch and, you know, it, it, it got rained out. So, uh, unfortunately, I have not been able to step in the ring yet, but... Trust me when I tell you that it's coming soon. Hello, my dear friends. It's Jethro Roos here. You are listening to a broken but glorious wrestling podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds, sounds, sounds a bit glorious, doesn't it? Broken, broken, broken and glorious, Jethro. Yes. Cool. So if, if your mission succeeds and you end professional wrestling, but to celebrate, you wanted to promote like one last show. So if we use wrestlers you've worked with or trained with, people who are worthy of the honour to wrestle the last ever show. If I gave you a match type, would you be able to tell me who would be in that match? Sure. Let's do it. 
So who would be in the opening contest to excite the crowd and make them really terribly sad that wrestling's finished? Okay. So the opening round would be me, the degeneracy cleanser, Francis Wright, versus Volgar, Big Calix, and Professor Nicodemus in a handicap match. And what would happen, I'm guaranteeing you this now, yeah. is I would defeat all of them in 30 seconds or less. And that's going to really excite the crowd because then the crowd's going to realize, hey, you know, the Illuminati and professional wrestling, it truly has been defeated. So now we can just celebrate and have a good time for the rest of the show. You know what I'm saying? So that would be the opening contest to excite everybody. So is it three on one? You, or is it like a gauntlet where you defeat each of them in 30 seconds each match? Sure. Yes, yes. That is absolutely what would happen. A comedy match? Comedy match. Hmm. Let's see. I would say, if I could, let's do Razorhawk. And let's do, hmm, let's do Boomer Hatfield. Oh, because wow. those people, you know, in my former life and now, they decided to take little jabs and say little things about me that, you know, oh, you know, he's just a crazy person. You know, so I want to see those two people tell their jokes in front of the audience. Because, you know, here's where the comedy's going to come in. Right now, everybody's like, oh, you know, these people are so great. Once I take over and I show the real truths of the world, nobody's going to like them. And they're going to they're gonna turn on them. And the real comedy is going to be when all of my degeneracy cleansing assistants wearing their mind control protection is going to boo both of them. That's going to be great, right? That's going to be amazing. Right. Yes. yes. So who, who do you hate so much that you want them in an extreme hardcore match? Who I want to see in a hardcore match. You know, there are people who claim, you know, oh, you know, I'm so wholesome. I would never do that. You know, I'm just a good wrestler. You know, I'm just a good wrestler who doesn't want to do anything against the rules, doesn't want to do anything cheap. Two people come to mind. You know who these two people are? Those people are Travis Huckabee and Greenette. They're going to fight each other in a hardcore match. And you know what's going to happen? Uh, they're going to be exposed for being little deviants that just want to hurt people, you know. Five seconds of the bell, I bet Travis Huckabee grabs a barbed wire bat and just starts swinging at Greena. And then he's going to go to the crowd and he's going to, you know, start swinging at them because he's a little just deviant, right? But yeah. he's not going to hurt the crowd because they're going to be wearing their tinfoil suits. Okay. Uh, a tag team match? Tag team match. Let's go with the ultimate tag team. Now, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one because I'm going to come back on the show again, right? Okay. Because who doesn't want to see me more than one time, right? Right. So it's going to be me. And do you know who Pancakes is? Sorry, Pancakes. Pancakes. Not the, not the food, but the person. I've not, I'm not aware of Pancakes. Well, he's a student. He's a professional wrestler in training. And what's going to happen is in between now and when this show is promoted, I'm going to take Pancakes underneath my wing, and I'm going to show him uh, how life really deserves to be lived. And it's going to be me and Pancakes. And we are going to face the ultimate tag team of, hmm, who do I want him to face? Who do, who do I want to face? Who do I want to take down? I think we want to take down the rest of the colony. Because, Ooh. to be honest, you know, maybe the grudge is still there. You know, with my time as Frantic facing the colony. Maybe the grudge is still there. So... It's going to be me and Pancakes versus Thief Ant and Fire Ant. And what we're going to do uh, is 
we're just we're just we're just going to destroy them. You know, it's going to be great. Okay, and who's going to be in the main event? Who's going to be in the final wrestling match of all time? The final wrestling match of all time. What it's going to be do is it's going to be a match between some of the best wrestlers of independent wrestling. It's going to be Hollow Wicked. It could be Dash or Hatfield. It's going to be, let's see, who else do I want to throw in there? Let's say Kimberly, right? Oh, wow. And the last and final entrant is going to be yours truly, the degeneracy cleanser Francis Wright. And what's going to happen is I'm going to pick all of them up at the same time, gorilla press style. And yes. I'm going to just throw them into an abyss. And they're going to be gone forever. And I will stand atop, at the final wrestling show of all time. I will stand tall as the greatest man to ever live. Oh, that That's amazing. what's going to happen. And then wrestling is finished for all time. Wrestling is finished for all time. And then we all live in, in peace. You know what I'm saying? Every morning, you know, because I actually recently, because people aren't listening to me. I don't know why, because everything I say is just completely reasonable. But people aren't listening to me. So I actually recently bought a megaphone. And I'm going to use this megaphone forever and ever. And what's going to happen is every morning at 5 a.m. when it's time to wake up, I'm going to sing the purification song through this megaphone that I'm holding. So that, and and once that happens, everybody's just going to be ready to have uh, an amazing day. You know what I'm saying? Because what better day or what better start to your day than me singing the purification song as loud as possible to where you just can't escape it. It's great. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I watched, I watched Lesson 10 today where you got the megaphone out. Yeah, there you go. Cool. So do you have a, a final message for the listeners? You know, it's good that I, I brought up the megaphone because uh, here's my final message to the listeners. You should follow me on Twitter at Francis Wright, spelled W-R-I-G-H-T, PW. Once again, that is Francis Wright PW. That's my final message. So do you have any upcoming events you'd like to promote? Or? You know, unfortunately, I have to keep those secret because, you know, I wouldn't want them to show up and try to ruin everything. So for now, I'm going to keep my uh, uh, events schedule secret. But trust me, it's coming soon. And will we be having a lot more lessons on Twitter? Oh, actually, this is something to look forward to. So, of course, you know, the Illuminati, obviously, there are very famous members of the Illuminati, but there are some lesser known, you know, some people who might not have millions of followers or not even thousands. Um, And I'm actually soon coming out with a new series called Secret Schemes Uncovered. And what I want to do there is call out the people who maybe don't have so many followers who are members of the Illuminati. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Sounds amazing. So do you want to promote your social media again? Sure. Let me get the uh, megaphone out again. Because I love using this thing. I can't tell if you love it, but I love it so much. So let's go ahead and do this again. Follow my Twitter at Francis Wright, P-W. Wright is spelled W-R-I-G-H-T. There we go. Yes, I'll put all the links in the description below the interview. So, 
I've really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again in the future. Absolutely. I mean, you know, some podcasters that I get on with, they just call me a crazy person. You seem to have um, a little bit of hope. You know what I'm saying? So I would absolutely love to come on again.